Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. All right, listen, not everyone has the gift of being an entrepreneur, but everyone's called to work and not retire. There's nothing in the Bible that calls you to retire. Yet in America, we've been told a lie in the church that the American dream is really what Christianity is all about, but it's not. Christianity is all about serving the Lord right till we run the very end days of our race before we then enter eternity. We're already part of eternity, but when we actually get that new body and start again running with the Lord face to face. So today we're going to talk with a couple that has run business a couple of different times. They've spent life together, 48 years together. They thought they were done. I'm not sure what that really meant. Whether they were (laughs) done with themselves or done with their marriage or done with their business, they thought they were done. But they're not because they're sitting here today at the Office Pride annual retreat getting ready to share their story of being an Office Pride franchisee Again, love for you. If you've ever thought that you want to be a business owner and you wouldn't know how to even get started, you should check out Office Pride online, officepridefranchise.com. Lyle and Sarah Squires, welcome to I Work For Him. We were married, but at the concert, we had been separated. It was a Christian concert, and Lyle was literally on one side of the auditorium, and I was on the other because when my mother took people, there were tons of people there. Um and so when they did the altar call for recommitment, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me, Lyle was responding at the same time I was yeah. for, and so then we ended up down at the altar, and I'm kind of looking at him, and he's looking at me like, hey, so. so How so beautiful I, is that, though? Because then you weren't doing it out of any, like, well, he's doing it, I'm going to no, do it, or I'm right, doing it, she's right. doing it, you know, no, whatever. No, there we was weren't. none of that. None of that. Which just is a be- beautiful, authentic I know, thing. I know. So then, So then Sarah's father was a very strong Christian man uh, he kind of brought me along hmm. you know kind of showed me how to be a good Christian man how to be a good Christian husband and uh, he's gone now but I, I think of him daily I mean hmm. he was he is just a great man great Christian man and I learned a lot from him so 48 years <laughs> of marriage yes. how many of those years were you guys involved uh, entrepreneurs I mean how many how many of those years were you guys running your own businesses well, I, I worked for Federal Express as a manager for over 20 years. Okay. And so then I retired from that at the age of 50, and I had to have something Quote, to do. Quote, unquote, retired. Yeah, yeah. retired, yeah. <laughs> but I had something to do, so I was looking around, and I kind of bummed around for two or three years. And uh, <laughs> another company uh, called Mid-America Building Maintenance out of Wichita, Kansas, Dick Olick, everyone know who Dick Olick is, uh, he called me and wanted to know if I was interested in running an uh, operation for him in Topeka. And so... I started as a manager for him in Topeka, it's a janitorial company, and then after about a year, he sold it to another company called Executive Management Services, and then I just stayed on. And so, for my first hire was Sarah because it was all messed up. The office was all messed up, and couldn't find anything, you know. And I just felt like I was just chasing my tail in that office. So I said, "Would you come to work for me?" She goes. Well, I guess, and so she came to work for me, and leaving a previous yeah, full time really good job, job in to my to work career. For me. That so I had, yeah. you left a job that had pay and benefits, and benefits. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. so fifteen years later, you know, and then we we decided to retire. At age sixty-five, I was done. You were well, done. We had 
We had multiple discussions about when we were going to be done. And we had prayerfully considered kind of what our ending time should be with the previous company. And so in October 2015, we formally retired. Yeah. And then what happened? Then we're leading the happy life of retirees, doing whatever we want, you know, just having all this money and, you know, just... And after three weeks, you're like, what the heck did we do? Yeah, yeah. How long did it take, Sarah? How long did it take? Oh, I was was enjoying it. I honestly, (laughs) I, because I had never not worked. And so I, when he worked for FedEx, that was a lot of, um, he was management. That was a lot of long, long hours. And we have four children with a lot of baseball games and all of that other stuff that goes along with that. And so... I, you know, he'd leave before the sun came up and Mm -hmm. he'd come home after the sun went down. And so, yeah. So looking back, I should have been a lot more tired. How long did it take you to realize that it wasn't going to work as retired, being retired? Mm, About the time you said we were getting a franchise. Where did you ever hear that retirement was something you absolutely had to plan for? That that's just like, okay, we need to decide we're retiring. Where did you get that? Did you learn that at church? Yeah, I I don't know about church, but I know early on I heard a lot of uh, you know, business people saying you need to plan for your future, you know, for your retirement years and everything. And so I was looking forward to it. I really was. You know, I thought, you know, we could travel the world, do whatever we wanted to do. And so about two months later, I realized that we weren't going to have the financial resources that I thought we were going to have. I'd made a woeful mistake on one of our largest investments and the return on one of our investments. And instead of being at the level where it was at, it was, short, it was shortly after it was half of what it was supposed to be. And shortly after that, it was a fourth of what it was supposed to be. And so I was financially in trouble. Mm. I couldn't continue living the same lifestyle in retirement that I lived when I was working. Well, sure, because you retired right before the dot-com bubble. Well, whatever. I don't know. But at any rate, <laughs> it, it was a problem. And so I, I thought to myself, well, how am I going to overcome this? <clears throat> and so, you know, I, I could have sat there and worried about it all day and, but I, I started praying about it, talked to Sarah about it, and we both prayed about it. And uh, I knew that in the Bible, God talks about being faithful to you, to us, if we're faithful to him. We've always been faithful. Mm-hmm. We've always been tithers. We've always been real active in the church. And so I w- wasn't really worried about it. And so it wasn't like two days later, I got a call from Troy Hopkins, who is Todd Hopkins' brother. And uh, Troy said, uh, you don't know me? I'm Troy Hopkins. I'm with Office Pride. He said, I have this large account in Topeka, and I need somebody to manage it for me. And I said, thanks a lot, Troy, but I'm not interested. And and he was in the kitchen on his cell phone with Troy, and I literally was in our living room going, (laughs) going, like, no, 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 you know, because knowing Lyle, well, now knowing Troy, who could sell anyone on anything, um, I would have, like... (laughs) disconnected the phone call rather than just doing the motion but so so then i i got another call from dick Olick right for that and dick Olick, my mentor he said well if you talk to office pride because troy reached out to me and i said yeah he said what'd you tell him i said no i'm not i'm not interested i don't want to work that hard he said don't say no he said just go in like a, a consultant at this particular location just so many hours per week you'll be fine doing that and i said I, well, I could do I could do some consulting work, and so 
Troy called me back. He said, did you, did you talk to Dick? I said, yeah, I talked to Dick. He said, what do you think? I said, well, I could do some consulting work. He goes, how much is that consulting work going to be per hour? And I told him, he goes, done. I said, I thought to myself, I should have doubled that amount. You know? <laughs> but at any rate, so I'm, I, we go out and we hire a janitorial company. We're, we're cleaning this big account in Topeka. All right. I'm working out there three or four hours a week. Everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting in our living room, and uh, some person comes up and knocks on our front door. And, and it wasn't the police. No, it wasn't the police. It was one of my form, uh, former customers who had eight buildings in Topeka. And she said, you know, since you guys have gotten out of the business, she said, my buildings are really bad. And she said, I, would you be interested in coming back cleaning our eight buildings for us? And I said... Well, it just so happens that I am kind of back in the business a little bit. Just, oh, great, great. Can you come down and talk to us? It's fine. So I went down that Monday, and, and we signed the deal. And so now I'm cleaning. I'm managing this account for for Office Pride, and I'm, I'm cleaning eight buildings downtown. And so we had the discussion. We said, well, I guess we might as well go ahead and, and jump in and start an Office Pride franchise to Topeka, Kansas, because, you know, I just think God's leading us this way. This is a, a God thing. I went into my prayer closet. Yeah. I did. And <laughs> I never came out. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm going to do I this. I went into my prayer closet because I really believed that if God wanted us to do this, he would affirm that to us. Absolutely. And Of course. And and if that was not the direction, if there was something else that we needed to be doing, then he would lead us in that direction. Well, the one thing yeah. I want to tell you, though, I was 65 when I got into this thing. The and franchise. I, I, yeah, into the franchise. And I would tell anybody that's getting close to that age, it's invigorating. Mm. It's stimulating. It's like a whole new lease on life. When you went in the prayer closet to hear, Lord, is this what you really want? Is, is this what you really have for us? What did he say? He said, if he led me through specific scriptures concerning water, that he would... That, uh, that well, the, the bottom line after a couple of weeks of prayer was, um, I will bless this business. I will, my heart's desire, and always has been, but he really spoke to it when I was in the prayer closet, was um, to be able to buy a well, not to be a shareholder in it, but to buy a well because if you don't have clean water, a water to drink, well. a water yeah, well. water well mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in a foreign country, and if you don't have that, then what you know you don't. Ha- it just you so know. much stems. Well, yeah, from that. there's yeah. just so yeah. you know the yeah, children the, don't get. They, the, they spend so much time getting water, water that they don't, they can't go to school. And it's and something we take for granted. Right. You turn the faucet on; it's in a bottle and it's and there, you. and yeah. there it is. You know, and so. So I went back to Lyle, and I said, I don't know what God's telling you, but this is what he's been telling me. Um, And I don't know. He just opened up. Really, we are odd that we're the age we are. Um, It's odd that you're in your late 60s. No, no. No, And starting starting a franchise. franchise. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, most people have young families. We were in a totally different yes. place. But yeah. but I believe that God really used all of those 15 years, you know, in this type of business. Um, and Yeah, God was faithful in that, too. He didn't have me go out and open a restaurant. He didn't have me go open a body shop. 
he put me right back into the business that he knew that I knew mm-hmm. a lot about mm-hmm. and that she knew a lot about. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it was it was effortless for us because we already knew the ins and outs, the ups and downs. We were already accustomed to that. And so it was much it was easier for us to make a transition than it would be a normal person, you know, that sure. maybe it was a it was data keep data data processing and now all of a sudden they're doing janitorial. I hear that right. all the time because I'm a certified trainer for Office Pride. People coming out of different business fields, they have no idea what the janitorial industry is like. And it's tough for them to, mm-hmm. to make that jump, but they can do it. I mean, you, you can do it. But it was real easy for us because we were already doing that. My dad was such a strong Christian and a strong businessman, and he always impressed on us. Always. It does not matter. You tithe off your business. You tithe off of your earnings. You know, like mm-hmm. if if you're employed by FedEx, you do that. If you're a private business owner, you do that. And mm-hmm. so you don't separate it out. And so I just needed to know that that the revenue that was going to be being produced could help others. And the well was just the part that God spoke to my heart sure. about. Now take it to this new place where you're in leadership together. It's your organization. Um, how are you now see able as leaders to minister to the people that work for mm. you Good question. one thing one thing that lyle lyle's strength he, he just has such a heart for it, he's not competitive within the industry so it doesn't matter to him if someone is down the road from us and could potentially you know, take business. It's not a typical franchise in that you're just real controlling mm-hmm. over real a certain territory. But what I don't know if he recognizes, but I've seen since the redone part is he just, we get phone calls all the time, all the time um, from new franchise owners. Also from some older ones. Too and sometimes. older ones. Yeah. That just want to talk. And so yeah. I think God God really gave him the tools that he needed. And from those 15 years, mm-hmm. and he was very successful before he was a business owner. And so giving, having those tools that he can now help mentor, um, and, you know, they're not being charged for that. So it's not, we're not gaining in yeah, that it's, sense. It's, mm-hmm. it's like you're being taken off the shelf and saying, okay, I'm going to reuse that. I'm yeah. going to repurpose that. Yeah. And, and you're the vessel that God's using to help other, other franchises. Because other even other. though you're new as a franchise owner, you've been in the industry. Absolutely. Yes. You've had the experience. <laughs> there are lots of people listening to the show today, just like you guys, in the middle of an organization, and you've been told you can't, you can't proselytize. Ah. Right. But you can pray for people. Yes. And you can touch their lives and outs and you can befriend them so that outside of the workplace you can do all kinds of proselytizing and befriending people. And and that's something that we don't get taught enough at church to recognize that no matter what your job is, there's really a tremendous amount of ministry potential there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they may tell you that you can't proselytize, yet you can minister to people without proselytizing people. That's true. How do you live out your faith intentionally with those 21, 22 employees? Well, we take care of our employees. We, we, we love on our employees, and, we, and we, we spend time with them. We notice them. We, 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 we uh, give them attention, you know, and they know that we're, that we're praying for them. 
You know, we don't hide that we're Christians. You know, we don't hide that we're a Christian business. Even with we talk to our customers, we tell them the same thing. This mm-hmm. is a Christian-based business. And so we feel like our level of commitment is much higher than what it was when we were in the secular world. And it you allows know? us, because we're business owners, to really do some things outside of the box that a normal corporate company doesn't necessarily do for their employees. So. We, t- we take much more interest in our employees than we ever did when we were working for a secular yeah. company. Much more. Because we know that, like you said, we control their future, their family, their purse strings. And so we're very cognizant of that. You know, We want to make sure that, that they're happy working for us. So and your so, faith is shaping your culture. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.